Hello and welcome to Scoop. I'm Ina, and along with Effie, we'll be discussing what happened this week in the world of K-pop, K-drama, and more. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing the comebacks from this week, Choa's return to the entertainment industry after about three years of hiatus, and we'll be discussing the impact of COVID on the entertainment industry. So come chill with us, and let's get into the Scoop. So... Let's get started with this week's comebacks. We have first up MCND, na na na, na three times. I liked it. I thought it was a bop and I might be biased because I really liked Spring by MCND. But like, I think that they're just really talented. I didn't think it was good as, as it was as good as Spring by, as Spring. I don't know why I said that again. But I think it was a good song. They just have really talented rap unit. I don't know, but I think that they're going places. What was your opinion? Um, I only watched their debut. I think it was called Ice Age or something yeah. like that. Um, I definitely think they're like getting towards a specific sound and it's cool. But also the chorus was like a little bit confusing to me because like mm-hmm. some of it's like really beat heavy, but then there's also this lyrical part. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's interesting. I'll say that. <laughs> it was interesting to hear. Okay. Um Bang next is Creepy. Dynamite. Yeah. BTS. Next up is BTS. We know I'm trash. Okay, I loved it. I mean I okay, I liked it. Okay, never mind. I shouldn't say I love it. Because like as a BTS fan, as a really long time BTS fan, it was kind of like just like a cutesy, like happy song, which is like good and all. But I can't wait to get back to like the like I don't know, the like main album. Like the darker. Yeah. Because when they release songs in the US, like, they kind of have a theme of, like, you know, like, Boy With Love, I think is what... I can't yeah. I always confuse Boy With Love and Boy In Love, but we're going to go over that. Um, but it's always, like, a lighter, kind of happier vibe, which, like, a lot of people, I think, misconstrue their music, too, if that makes sense. Because, like, as Amer- to American audience, they, had, they promote songs like Idol, DNA, um, all of, like, the songs that are, like, cute and, like, catchy and, like, cool, but, like, it's just not the full heavy weight i think it was like kind of like a good summer bop but all in all i think show all sides all personalities exactly it really just catered to jimin's voice which like it's not a problem but sometimes i just wish it it was like jin got no lines and like taehung got some lines kind of and my whole thing is kind of um what's the other song they released before dynamite it was like their japanese album was very also was also very much catered to jimin's voice and i just sometimes hear his voice and i'm like one day it's just gonna wear out i just don't it sounds painful when he sings high to me at least i don't know that's just my position on that but i thought it was a decent song it was catchy it was cute it was bts it was quirky but i'm looking forward to their next like main album kind of thing if that makes yeah. sense I think they're kind of, like, moving their concepts. Because it seems like they're transitioning from, like, their past hard, uh, I guess, past hard hip-hop and, like, um... It was, like, hip-hop boy vibe. Yeah. And then they went to, like, um, what's gonna call it? They're, like, kind of... Like, I Need You and, um, that era, Ra and I Need You, was kind of more, like, sad and, like, kind of flower boy is, like, how I want to think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It was definitely more, like, angsty and sad than you yeah, like, Let's I think Win they're Tears. transitioning to, like, more flower boy image. Yeah, and now it's going to... Yeah, that's the perfect way to describe it. I was thinking about the other day, too, and I was, like, they're definitely, like, 
hap like a more flower boy kind of image which i'm not sure if that'll play into like the next album because you know like fake love was kind of a darker concept and then like they had dna before that which was kind of like a curveball because it was like dna was kind of bright and happier and then it was like fake love which was like dark but we'll see i'm excited i'm trash i'll always love their music so i'm biased <laughs> uh next up is cravity's flame i didn't like it i really want really? to like i thought i didn't think it was like bad but i didn't like it so it's, i'm gonna go with like an or because <laughs> i don't know why i can't get behind this group i'm really trying i'm really trying i just think some of their music just doesn't sound right if that makes sense mm. it's not bad it's just like there's something in their songs that i just feel like is really off-putting for me honestly i didn't like their debut but i like this song better than the debut i like it better than the debut yeah yeah i don't know i kind of like the song but i wouldn't really listen to it on a i didn't like basis. the chorus a lot to be honest but other than that i think before the chorus it was good the verses were really good I kind of like the chorus, but oh. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next up is Card. Gunshot. Yes. Um, Very happy they came back. Um, I was so excited for this song. And don't kill me, but... <laughs> okay. I was kind of let down. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I just... I think it was the chorus. I don't think it was a bad song. It was just like... I don't know, it just didn't feel right. The chorus didn't feel right. Something about that song was off. Because, like, the concept was there. I love the concept. But, I don't know, they're just... It just... It fell flat It didn't for me. advance. It didn't advance their previous sound. Yeah. And I think they were trying to move on to, like, a different concept, if that makes sense. And to move I on think to they are, sound. yeah. Because, like, previously they went with, you know, like, Dumb Liddy and Bomb. They yeah. were, like, really more hip-hop and stuff. This kind of reminds me of You and Me. And mm-hmm. I really love that song, but like Gunshot, yeah, Gunshot, I don't know, I like it, but I feel like the guys could have had more lines, Yeah, because that could have brought in a little different flavor to the song. It was really, um, really cool. It was really, like, kind Typical of Typical line distribution. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, it, maybe. Yeah. It'd be really cool if, like, the guys could do the chorus and stuff. Yeah. It's that usually really uh, Soman or oh my gosh, I'm Jiwoo. forgetting her name. Yeah. Jiwoo, yeah. But yeah, I like the song. It was good. But I also heard like this might be the last comeback mm-hmm. since one of the members is enlisting. So yeah, it's kind of sad. I think it's it's not it's uh, JSF because um, BM mm-hmm. is I think it doesn't American. Isn't he American? Yeah, so he doesn't have to enlist. Um, but yeah. But then, but they'll be back. Like, the the bright side about that mm-hmm. is they have three members that don't have to enlist, so either they'll probably do, like, maybe unit things or other things, and then he'll be back in a couple of years, which is, I think, a I kind of want a girl's, yeah, I kind of want a girl's unit, though. That would oh, be so be cool. cool. I would love to like, see that. Yeah, because I saw, like, the enemy thing, and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I don't really see much interactions between those the, the girls yeah. and stuff, so... Yeah, people have been like spe- people were like speculating that they see speculating. Each other. Like, yeah, I was like, what do you mean? Like y'all are just now just drawing on things that don't even make sense. Oh, and BM could do like could um work on his solo stuff because I think yeah. that he's a good producer and stuff. He's really good. I really want to like see more of his work. Honestly, I respect it. 
but hopefully they'll be back and i bet they'll be back i don't see them Mm -hmm. fading away yeah they have a good fan base so yeah yep i don't see disband in the near future okay Next up is Photopass, and yes, we've talked about this group before relating to the I Love incident, and they actually debuted Mm -hmm. with Flamingo, so that was interesting. Am I just a hater? I feel like I'm a hater, (laughs) but... Really? I think it was an Oregon. (laughs) Um, I think it's like a good debut for a small company. Mm, Okay, fair. Like, mm -hmm. maybe I'm being too big yeah, I like how they went with a different concept than most girl groups nowadays when yeah, they kind of stuff. um the Latin kind of sound. Um, yeah, the Latin more like smexy sound. It reminded me of that song "Loca" by um um favorite. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's like a, I don't know. It's a good sound. I like that sound. I kind of like the debut, but some. Some some parts of the song just didn't work with me. But it yeah. was a good song. It was a good song. It just mm-hmm. didn't like make me go wow, which is the only reason why it's an or because I'm feeling yeah. critical today. So, <laughs> but let's be real. We would not have heard about this group without the uh, oh no incident. Yeah, we were talking about this so. before. All publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah, they had like but, I think 97k views when I was watching it, which is a lot. For, yeah, like, I was surprised. Company. Because, like, actually, I just checked um, Cravity Flames mm-hmm. music video views. They only have, like, 110 or something. Yeah. And they come from, like, a, a pretty substantially... Aren't they from, like, one of the CJEM E&M companies that are... They, they're they Monster X's little brother group, so... Oh, really? Starship? Oh, they're, oh, they're Starship. Yeah, they're Starship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, surprisingly... Monster X is a short spot for me. I'm so sad. I know. But it's I don't okay. Know. <laughs> But we I'm don't talk about track. that. We don't talk. Yeah, we're getting off track. Okay, back on track. Only, Only one, of. one of. I've seen this group promoted a lot, like on YouTube, just through ads. But I've never yeah, watched same. one of their songs until this one, and it was produced by um, um, Groove- Groovy Room. Yeah, Groo- Groovy Room. I can't remember, but he's a very notable producer, um, mm-hmm. in the K-pop world, basically. And I was like, wow, they're going places. I liked the song a lot. It gave me like some R and B vibes. If that makes sense. Just a little mm-hmm. bit of, like, Dean or, like, Jay That Park. makes sense, yeah. Because Groovy Room's known for that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's, it sounds exactly how I thought it would. Which isn't a bad thing. It was a good song. So it was mm-hmm. it was a bop. So I keep on confusing Only One Off with, like, One Off. Uh. So, yeah. But I think I've listened... But you're right. I've seen so many ads for their songs. And I think I've listened to one of their songs. But it didn't really stick with me, obviously, since I don't since I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But this song was pretty good. Yeah, they, they it was great. It was promise. Yeah, it's pretty good for a small company. I'll say that. Um, then... Next up is Blackpink and Selena Gomez ice okay. cream. So you know how I had opinions on this, and I still have the opinions about how Blackpink mm-hmm. is being marketed. I think it was. I'm going to say it's a bop, but not, like, the highest level of bop. It's, like, a Uh, B tier. Yes, yes. It was, like, exactly what we expected, kind of. It was, like, Ice Cream is a perfectly fitting title for the song, just saying. It had the Mm -hmm. Western pop influence, Selena Gomez was in it. But for me, it didn't just wow me. It was kind of, like, okay. Expected? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't exceed expectations. Exactly. And that's my my main problem with it, is I feel... Like, it was unnecessary. Like, I feel like it didn't do anything to promote their album, which is coming out, I think, 
two months one month two months i just feel yeah, like something like that i don't know dude i just i think all these like the lady gaga collaboration didn't really help um dua lipa kind of helped a little bit but um i don't know i just feel like it's not having the impact that i think yg wants from it because i think most it's mostly fans talking about it, not necessarily like western pop fans that are fans of like selena gomez it's more like fans of blackpink that are mostly raving about it or just maybe selena gomez fans raving about selena gomez if that makes sense mm-hmm. and not necessarily like spreading blackpink's influence that much and even on like i was watching et the other day and they were like talking only about selena gomez and nothing about blackpink and i was like that's kind of rude not gonna lie mm-hmm. but american um media be like to k-pop stars yeah. it's fine Anyways, i don't know this the song yes. at first wasn't my thing but like as i listened to it more i could see the appeal there mm-hmm. just was no pre-chorus so yeah and also this bothers me when it says like diamonds on the wrist and they call me ice cream i'm like isn't that supposed to be ice queen because that sounds a lot better i'm yeah, just like the lyrics are kind of off right i don't know the lyrics were off in my opinion mm-hmm. there was just like even lisa's rap was like yeah like model lisa like lisa i'm like okay but also that repeats twice i'm like okay i'm just i'm gonna compare them to bts and like i know people hate this but they both had like english releases you know they both had english summer releases yeah. so i think i just think that bts's lyrics made more sense if that makes sense and it's nothing about like the groups because they probably didn't write the lyrics i'm just saying that when it's in english and I, when you're appealing to an english audience i feel like more people would like lyrics that make sense rather than yeah. lyrics that kind of are like funny if that mm-hmm. i don't know i just feel like some k-pop songs I'll, are in english yeah sound funny. i'd say this is more just like a less of a deep emotional <laughs> like There's lyrical literary analysis song just more like i just need a song to listen to summer yeah I play it yeah Mm. And they won like um summer song of the year at the VMAs at the VMAs I think really yeah for how mm. you like that which yeah, is like I heard questionable. the VMAs had like a whole K-pop section yeah they did BTS won mm. K-pop BTS won I think pop song of the year and they won two other awards they won four awards but um I don't know why it was summer song of the year because I didn't but it's okay it's like we're gonna ignore that. <laughs> I'm getting uh, yeah. off track again. But the, I'm glad mm-hmm. that K-pop's being more recognized in some American music shows because, like, I don't know, a lot of American music shows act like K-pop's, like, kind of a sideshow. Especially, like, BTS fans, like, felt this a lot at first, too. Because BTS would get, like, invited to things and, like, just for, like, the views and not perform yeah. or win awards. So, like, I feel like we're slowly getting to a place where it's, like, maybe they'll be treated like actual artists. Yeah, I just hope that... Blackpink treats Jisoo better because she had like no lines and that's just that. sad. Jisoo's so I talented. love her voice. I yeah. love her voice. And like she's getting so much better at dancing. I'm just like. But why she just sad. never markets Jisoo? And I think I've said this before. I think it's yeah. I think it's because of her lack of English. Yes, and the f- I mean, isn't she the only? I know she's not the only South Korean member. I think Rose is. Hmm. I no, don't Jenny, know. Jenny. Rosé's from Australia. Rosé's from Australia. Lisa's, um, Thai. Ginny is... No, Ginny is South Korean. Okay. Yeah. But she speaks a lot of English, I think, if I'm right. I can't remember where she Yeah, because she study abroad and stuff. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like each member has their own, like, personality, kind of, except for Jisoo. Because, you know, like, Lisa has her, like, bangs, and, like, she's a rapper, and she's been really well-marketed to be an individual. So Mm -hmm. is Rosé. She has, like, 
the cool hair and she has her really nice like unique voice and then we have jenny who had her own solo solo and she has kind of like a unique rapping voice sometimes kind of Mm um so they each of them have been kind of marketed as their own people but she's too kind of is that one girl like that, that one visual yeah and i don't know i kind of like her, her for a yeah i think she's more marketed known for her personality yeah like, she's known she's as like one who like is very happy and engaged mm-hmm. very extra and weird <laughs> but we love her for it mm-hmm. okay next up is the rose black I rose I couldn't find this one, but that might just be. Oh yeah, okay. Idiot. I'll 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 explain it actually. So uh, the Rose is actually getting into a lawsuit with their company. Yeah, I over remember that. Fair wages. Oh, it's the Rose. Oh my god, that didn't ring for a second. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and so that's kind of reason why like they have like a whole new YouTube channel, a whole new social media and stuff. I so think it's hard to like, find breaking them. off. Yeah. Yeah, because disputes. But yeah, this is a sad song. Like Black Rose is the name of their fandom and mm. this is definitely like a song like say like everything tell me everything is going to be all right now that we left and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. I hate those mm-hmm. songs. <laughs> like they're so the like sad fan songs. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah. But yeah, I like the song. It fit with their music and it's like it's extra dear to the fans' hearts. Mm. Mhm. Next up is 3YE on air. I liked the song. It was a good um, dance kind of beat melody. I I think it was a B-side on their recent album, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Because I didn't see like a music video. I just saw like a choreography version. Yeah. I don't know. Like, this is a huge departure in like concept and sound. Oh, true. It's very kind of pop, dance pop kind of music. Yeah, that's good. I it's like very different it. from like the military hip hop. Ah, yeah, I like it too. I think it's a nice change up. Change up seventeen. Oh my gosh, where's Miss Seventeen? <laughs> I'm getting sad. But anyways, okay. Uh, next up is Sorry. Uh, initial S. I didn't watch that one either because I kind of didn't uh, see it until now, and I, I don't know. Yeah, how it's so good. It's so good. Uh, so Sorry is I like. A more underrated artist. Mm-hmm. If anyone heard of the duet Coco Sorry, I think oh, yeah. they expanded. No, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Coco Sorry, they had issues, didn't they? Yeah, I, th- I don't know. If, ooh, I don't know if it was like issues between um, the members or them and the company. I really can't remember, but I remember seeing like um, articles about like them disbanding. I think. Um, yeah, same. Aren't they not? I thought they were like American by nationality or something. Coco Sorry. Yeah. I think Coco is American and Sorry's like South Korean. They have like a very interesting origin story where they're not like the typical kind of K-pop group. I think they were like on a show or something. Well, and I know like, Sorry is like twenty-two. She's like, she's like kind of like late, I guess, in the uh-huh. K-pop scene since she is older. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think they were on an audition show. I very vaguely remember. Mixed nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know Sorry was on Mix Nine and actually got into the uh, uh, what's it called the debut group but you know oh yeah issues. and then they had issues with like um coco had issues and stuff and yeah coco had issues mm-hmm. i remember saying something yeah. that was sad 
but but yeah back to the music not the drama oh um, so she I made her um her solo debut basically sorry no this is actually a comeback sorry had oh. like other uh solos yeah um i recommend them like there's one called there's one produced by Folded dragons i really like that song uh let me pull it up oh yeah it's called i am not alone that was a really nice song oh, okay um Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's more like a retro R&B, I guess. It's really nice. I don't know. We'll check it, it out fits. later then, for sure. Mm-hmm. The Last next... up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Day six unit. I love day six. Even up day. Yeah. The music video was super cute. It was so cute. That's what I was saying the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, I was invested with these characters. I'm like, when they started breaking up the ship and just like oh god they're dead aren't they mm-hmm. i love like mm-hmm. every day six song ever so like i'm so biased but i'm yeah, a sucker same. i love the i love the song and the music video is super cute but yeah so let's start off with the news we're trashing SBS, a new a new segment. A new segment. Yes, basically SBS is a variety show um, was uh, called Master in the House is mm-hmm. in a legal dispute with California residents in Irvine and Tustin, which is basically SoCal, uh, Southern California, it's near LA, so like Hollywood area, for allegedly filming in private territory without permission. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, basically, the lowdown here is, I think this happened um, in 2018, so like before coronavirus, before COVID. And um, it was, they filmed, I think, in Tustin, Irvine, is what the um, article says on Soompi. Basically, um, they did a lot of things, such as, I think they scraped, they um, put a scrape in the side of a resident's car. Um, they also went to um, a swimming pool that was only designated for members of the community. Um, and also... Another thing happened in which basically the staff on the the staff on the show were told by basically an executive or some high higher official at the company that they could do it. They would film in like these places that they weren't supposed to and do other things because they would just take care of whatever backlash they got. And this they continued this after even like it says the police came to to tell them to stop. And then apparently they said that the crew disguised themselves as tourists and lied the, to the police and other people's and saying that they were having like some sort of birthday party yeah. to make it seem like they could use that area basically and it's a really messed up situation because they also like damaged um some they damaged i think a car by scratching it with like some filming equipment on accident and then they were also um in residents they also shot at night which is noisy and um very chaotic so people are complaining about that and drone flights and parking zone violations which are all like i guess which are all like concerns because you know when sbs films like if you've ever seen like a variety show they like film like caravans of basically vehicles and a lot of staff and a lot of crew and production Mm -hmm. so you can imagine that would be disruptive yeah, and basically, my opinion. oh no, let me continue. And so basically, oh. <laughs> the SBS told them that they would take responsibility for everything, and mm-hmm. that um, they claimed that the victims, uh, no, basically the victims were like, we've been working on this for like two years and have yet mm-hmm. to receive an apology, and basically like 
they've been trying to settle this down for two years, but they said, like, nothing's happening. They're going to file a petition with the Korea Communications Commission, and they're going to start doing legal action. And so just saying... This Fair is enough, kind of, honestly. This is messed up. That was so messed Like, my thing about variety shows, like, even in Korea, there, I think another variety show, or maybe it was the same one, got in trouble for, like, leaving cigarette butts and just basically, like, leaving trash all over their filming area and stuff mm-hmm. and i think it's a level of like i don't know i just feel like it's kind of offensive for them to come in and then leave without like yeah. cleaning up after themselves and making up a ruckus especially when you're filming in like a place that i guess like in another country for example mm-hmm. like i think it just honestly looks a bit bad mm-hmm. you know yeah i like, feel like you should if you be more yeah. respectful I feel like if you're going to film in another country, you should definitely read up on the laws and make sure you don't break anything. Because I know, like, some Asian countries, like, if you're tourists there, you can't litter. Otherwise, you're yeah. going to get beat you up. You can't chew gum, like you can't litter. Yeah. You... So, like, yeah. wherever you go, if you're in a foreign country, make sure you read up on the laws and don't get into stupid legal disputes like this because you're, like, oh my gosh. you can get away I can't with it. They... And also in Korea, they did something like this, too. Like, anywhere that you go, I feel like, if you're filming something, you should just be respectful of people. Because, like, not everyone's part of your broadcast. Like, there are people that are just living their lives, and after you're gone, they'll have to deal with what you leave behind. So I think FCF was just, it was just really unprofessional, you know, for a big company, Mm -hmm. just to be so, to encourage their crew to break laws and encourage their crew to do things that were rather disrespectful to the area they were filming in. This is a big company of billions probably millions millions of dollars you can you can be a bit more professional when handling yeah. these things and also um you know sb i mentioned this before but wendy like we all know that sbs is kind of like mm, because like of the wendy situation when she fell they forgot to, uh, cleverly forgot to mention that no one found her right away that solar found her and I don't know. I just I have a very low opinion of SPS now, just because yeah. of how unprofessional they've unprofessionally they've handled situations like this. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like especially with this, like if you're in the Irvine area and stuff like that, there's no doubt you're probably going to get like Hollywood filming and stuff, and like they mm-hmm. still have to follow with stuff, get permission with the city, and like obviously if you're a foreign entity, you should definitely get permission. Otherwise, you could get deported and stuff like that. But yeah. And also it just looks bad, you know? It does. Like, in the end, I think that, um... Yeah, you just painted this show. Yeah, it's just annoying, too. I can imagine, like, just having film crews around and then having people run around acting like they're residents or whatever just so they don't get in trouble, like... And there's reason probably that filming isn't allowed on that land, too. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. there are laws in place for a reason, and I feel like next time sbs just needs to be i don't know professional for once in its yeah i think duration it's also as a company cultural difference because you know how u.s is very privacy based and very be independent yeah. yeah i think the lawyer said something to that front too about mm-hmm. like about how americans are very concerned with their with their privacy and their property and stuff like the lawyer that was representing them in, cor- in yeah. korean court so uh, i don't know i yep. don't know you but that's it so Moving on to a uh, different production company, MBN. Yes, not SBS. MBN is launching a new show to give forgotten female idols a second chance to redebut with uh, Bak Ji Young as their mentor. Bak Ji Young. So basically, she has such a pretty voice. Anyways, continue. 
yeah so basically they're trying to it's basically like the unit where they're trying to get like past idols to which re-debut. flopped really hard but sorry i'm being a pessimist yeah. continue but it seems like she'll provide vocal training and also it seems the most interesting part to me is mm-hmm. that she'll also help them heal their past wounds that's the most interesting part to me it seems that it's going to be more like mentor and like yeah. life mentorship. Like raw and emotional, which is something we don't often see in the K-pop industry. I'm scared. I, I'm, I think this could go either really well or really poorly. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. But you know like with the unit. The unit was really supposed to revitalize their careers, but it really didn't. Did very briefly, if that makes sense. And then it kind of flopped. Honestly, the girls only had like two songs one one two, yeah never mind yeah two, two songs. songs yeah i'm like mm, mm, no and also making some details about like like these idols lives public like especially their past wounds might not make it better if that makes sense like i feel i don't know i just feel like a lot of this could turn into something that ends up being more hurtful for these idols if that makes sense because a lot of people when idols come out very vulnerably about like their struggles and stuff Mm -hmm. choose to like it puts a bigger target on their backs if that makes sense yeah but we'll see i feel like it could go well i feel like it's not the worst idea that's been come up with recently so and that doing produce 101 Mnet, again just don't yeah. even talk to me about him i'm so done with him that's stupid shows i'm ready to quit but this is i think i like the idea that she could also have like heartfelt conversations with these idols and yeah. i think that's what might make it interesting if that yeah makes that's sense. the most interesting part to me yeah so hopefully it'll do well hopefully and wait is 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 the point of this to make a group or is it just to I'm like sure. put spotlights on just, these idols they haven't really gotten into that detail I think it's spotlight for now until we get more details. But yeah. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So next is basically about two groups who were kind of basically disbanded. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Hanapia or Hinapia, I don't know how to pronounce it, who, who had the ex Priston members have officially announced their disbanded. I feel bad for them. So, they, you know, like Priston like, was disbanded and this group's disbanded. And they had, like, a mm-hmm. really good debut song. Not gonna lie. Drip was, like, really good. Right? I feel bad. But... Yeah. It's just sad. Because, like... I don't know. COVID had a lot of issues. And, like, it just hurt the company. It's just sad that, like... Did they say why um it was disbanded? I think no? it's because of... Lack of funds. Oh, like... Yeah. But the mm-hmm. the worst part is that they terminated all of the members' contracts, which is really sucky. Yeah. Because, like, that means that they can't, like, re-debut or anything. And even, like, the ex-Preston members, that's pretty rough after being in two failed groups. Yeah. Like, gosh. I don't know. I wish Pledis could have handled them better, because this company was super small. Are we really like- surprised <laughs> about Pledis? <laughs> true. True. But still, it's just sad. I wish they could have a third chance, but... Maybe they're a bit jaded. Mm, I, I, I feel like small groups really feel a reckoning now that COVID has really hit the entertainment industry. I mean, yeah. We have Neon Punch disbanded, Hanapi disbanded, and now we're moving on to A&S. And Talking their contracts were exterminated, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about ANS. So ANS agency denies the members' claim that their contracts were void and terminated and say that the contracts remain valid it's complicated 
Oh, that's all I have to say. I mean, either way, it's a sucky thing that they're um, disbanding. But I guess like the main thing is the contracts, because like if they terminated the contracts, then um, that would mean that they couldn't re-debut and that there was no more hope for like the members. But I think that maybe it's a misunderstanding. Is I don't know. It just seems like it might be a misunderstanding at this point. I feel like the girls actively wanted to terminate the contract because what i'm reading is basically they didn't have any support or management at all oh yeah so they didn't the have member, their own managers the they had to manage their own fan cafe and the member that um claims that she was being bullied um i can't remember yeah i think i don't think that was that's a true thing because like the other girls are like what are you talking about we just made you go to school yeah that's <laughs> we made you go to school i'm sorry but that's interesting yeah but it's interesting that the ans members are like prioritizing their the company wasn't so. great honestly though yeah i'm glad that they yeah. are because so many yeah, so many i feel like so many idols in specific like don't get an education or like sometimes like i don't know if mm-hmm. this is true for all of them but i know like some idols like don't finish high school completely um yeah because they, sacrifice they like, it for have to like the, yeah they have to get like the the t- test thing it's like it's not finishing high school but like taking the test like somewhere it's like a ged diploma. yeah that thing yeah yeah, but it's also sad that the their company literally had no managers, that the ANS members had to take the maknae to school. Mm-hmm, that's... That is yeah, sad. It sucks. And then the maknae just misconstrues it as bullying, allegedly. But yeah, All these bullying sucks. allegations are head bogg- mind-boggling. It's just hard to keep mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a complicated situation because there's bowling involved. There's contract disputes uh, disputes going on. I just wish the members good luck. Honestly, we're gonna see more of this happening because of COVID. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're finally hitting a bottleneck where these smaller groups are gonna like either sink or float. You know, sink or swim, and mm-hmm. we'll see how it happens there. So next up is some COVID news. I guess. So basically, recently, Record Label Industry Association of Korea discussed losses due to COVID-19. And let's just say there were a lot, so you don't have to listen to and read the mumbo-jumbo. And also... But, yeah. Well, if you think about it, there's been so many, like, cancellations of concerts. Like, concerts are a main driving Mm -hmm. force in the K-pop industry. There were a lot planned for this year, Monster X, BTS. Like, these really big names that weren't able to go on concert. And, like, sure, online concerts or something, but they're not... They don't have the same appeal, if that makes sense. They're, yeah, they're not the same thing, yeah. And I, I personally and wouldn't just, buy tickets to an online concert, because I don't know. Yeah, agreed. It's just not the same vibe, you, you know? You watch on, like, a music show, like, um, Inky Gayo or, like, the show. It's, right? It's the same mm-hmm. thing. And you probably get better quality and, like, better camera work, too. Yeah. So I can see that. And, like, even with the COVID resurgence in Korea, COVID has proven to be um, a problem in Korea that... I think Korea's handled it well, but it's always been a problem, you know? Like, there's always been slight spikes and yeah. slight things that you have to react to. So you can't just start entertainment activities again without a re- yeah. yeah, it's a really hard situation, and mm-hmm. that's links to, like, the recent disbandments and stuff, I feel. Yeah, it sucks, because, like, Korea was doing well with COVID, but, you know... If we look at, like, another Asian country, Vietnam, they were supposedly doing very, very well with Mm -hmm. COVID and were, like, free after, like, a few months of quarantine. But they're recently having their own resurgence. 
So I don't feel like COVID's going away anytime soon. It's just going to become the new normal. Until you know? we get like an no, effective until we get the vaccine, vaccine, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate, but I do see a day where one where the entertainment um, industry will rebound and it will rebound decently, I feel. We just have to, mm-hmm. I think they just have to figure out how to have fan interaction events or events that bring in a lot of money that are still safe, if that makes sense. Because you can't do fan signs. Yeah. Like, th- that's out of the question because of just the exposure and then the possibility of it being exposed and concerts. But there's other ways that you can generate revenue, and I think that it maybe we just need to be, they need to be a bit more creative about it, if that makes sense. More innovative, yes. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the problem in the problem with the entertainment industry in the COVID era is personalization. Because if anyone can log on to, a con- like, say, an online concert and get tickets, it takes away that personalization of you having a ticket to a concert, you being part of a select group of people that are seeing the concert, if that makes sense. Same thing with fan science. Yeah. It's just the personalization. So if they can bring that back in a form that is that makes fans feel like they're being individually cared to again, I think that would be successful. This just so. In. Yeah, breaking news. We just found out about this, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Basically. This released today. Okay, basically, the Rose, the group we were talking about earlier in the comeback section, um, filed basically um, a legal suit to get themselves out of their contracts, basically to terminate their contracts. Because um, they said that the company didn't pay them consistently i'm pretty sure they didn't get properly compensated basically um damage of trust yeah, and they were like yeah mm-hmm. which they were overworked yeah too. overworked exclusive contract violations which of course like just means that the company mm-hmm. didn't like do what they said that they would basically um and the court denied it so that's really weird <sighs> yeah insert scream here because i can't scream physically um uh, but yeah that's that this sucks this legit sucks because I, mean, I don't know when their contract would, you know, be over. Arbitration is currently underway through the Korean Commercial Arbitration Board, which means that they're negotiating, basically. But I feel like, I don't know, the company just treated them so poorly, even now. It's just like, why? Why? Hope Okay, this is going to be a long, long stretch, but hopefully the company treats them better. To put this in perspective, they requested this this termination basically in February of this year, and took until the end of this month, August thirty first, to for them to say no. So yes, it's, this is going to go on for a long time. But wow, yeah. this kind of reminds me of BAP. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, BAP had some like really good songs. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. It reminds me of BAP. How like after the court thing, BAP still went back to the company. I mean, are we surprised because K-pop companies are usually really crappy? No, um, no. but it's unfortunate that artists are treated so yeah. It sucks. It's like another TS. Yes. Yeah, TS is a lot worse. I just I don't know. It's just I wish so the rose good luck. Yeah, because. They had great creative freedom. They had great songs. Yeah, they did great. Like group. And they have a really good Hopefully fan this, base. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this doesn't hurt them in the end. I don't think it will. I think that fans will... St- I don't think any... I don't think any fan... If you ask any K-pop fan, 
like is a company right in any situation they'd probably say no because i know i feel like k-pop fans just generally don't like k-pop companies it's just a general attitude because yes they're crappy the stupid hyana and iruan thing i can't get over that sorry i'm still stuck on that i know but really you're stuck on that yeah i'm stuck on like TS. The way Q handled TS that was TS is so literally dumb. the shittiest company ever. Oh yeah, the t- BAP TS was bad too. Um, let's see what other bad things companies have done. I could list so many. Um, Pledis, disbanding Priston. We talked about this earlier exactly. too. <sighs> Pledis disbanding Priston. Pledis' general management of all of its groups is like, why? Yeah, except for, yeah. FNC, management of everyone but 17. FNC's management of AOA and their denial of the FD Island, Sea and Blue. <sighs> Blue, like they're ge- they generally suck at managing the Yellow Bee situation where SM? they were like, uh, SM Entertainment in general, their abuse allegations. Um, yeah, that's pretty messed up, I would say. Um, uh, we can go down the list, all of them have done something bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Another yeah. lit, lo- another, um, basically just another footnote in a larger timeline. Yep. Okay, but let's be real. This is not. This is nothing compared to TS. I think TS had like child abuse allegations. Oh yeah. Um. And there was another group that, the the, the I can't think of their name, but there was another group that um had child abuse allegations, and that was terrible. But it sucks. Yeah. I hope the Rose can. They will. Uh, uh, they'll be fine eventually. Be well, I think yeah. after this settles, they're gonna be fine. Well, hopefully, because, like, you know, how military is. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because yeah. <laughs> that also, yeah. Because I'm just looking at history, because, like, after BAP had their whole hiatus because of allegations and, like, company disputes, they kind of went away. And then they kind of came back, but then military came, and then they kind of went away permanently, you know? Yeah that makes sense it's mm-hmm. it's a huge obstacle i don't know how old the members are though so i don't know how far away that is i think one of the members is american too so oh, that, that would be one one piece of hope and also it depends how close the members are to 28 because i think they have to en- enlist it let's check i thought that was okay. the rule i read it somewhere one of them is 1993 93 27 oh 94. wow so they're really close oh wow they're close i mean the best case scenario was they all enlist at like relatively similar times and then they all get out i mean yeah i think they're like 93 to 94 so so yeah either way it'll be relatively short time span i mean and like super junior is kind of coming back after they had members that's true but that's because, like, Super Junior is, like... A huge group. Different. <laughs> Let's be real. Super Junior is a huge group. They could go on for promotions forever. And they have SM Entertainment behind them, so, you know, there's just They also have Heechul on them. Heechul will never let them go away. Yeah, Heechul is... Yeah. I don't think they'll go away. Hopefully more groups last past military enlistment. We'll see about BTS. Jin has to enlist this year, but we'll see. Oh yeah, that that's gonna be interesting. I know, interesting and I don't I don't know how that's gonna work. I don't know if they're gonna continue promoting. We'll see. I don't think I don't. It just wouldn't make sense to stop promoting if that makes sense because of just how well they're solos. doing. Yeah. yeah, I'm betting on solos. Either they're gonna continue promoting they're, without mm-hmm. him, or they're gonna do solos or units. I think they're popular enough individually and as a group that they could do solos and do pretty well. 
Yeah, me too. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I'm sad, but it's okay. <laughs> I was hoping to see them in know, concert before Jen enlisted, and I don't think that's going to happen now, so it's okay. You got music shows? I mean, that's certainly online concert. That's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been to like three K-pop concerts, and just not the same. Mm. I s- NCT? I haven't been to any concert, but you know. What else did I see? Why am I blanking on this? I feel so bad. Stray Kids. Stray Kids, NCT, and BTS. Ooh, Stray Kids. How was that? That was so good. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I saw. I think I saw them earlier this year, right before coronavirus. Mm. Um, I was, was going good. to go to an Eric Nam concert, but like... Oh, yeah. People started shutting down states, so I'm like, oh no, I have to go back to my state now. Yeah. And then I think they eventually postponed it, and then you were like, we probably can't go. Yeah, yeah, they canceled it too. Well, it's sad. Eric Nam's good. Maybe one day. I think maybe late next year we maybe might see a couple concerts. Mm-hmm. Not sex is too ambitious saying early next year, but like we'll see how that goes. So our last piece of news: we're finally getting somewhat of a happy ending, I suppose. Former AOA member Choa is back in the industry. She recently sang an OST, and she's officially now or officially signed with a agency run by the former FNC director. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. But I think that definitely helped her get into the agency. Not saying that she didn't work, but you know, like, I think that's good that she had a connection that panned out for her later on. Also, like, make her more comfortable with it. I mean, because she did leave recently in, like, 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, She left FNC and, like, left AOA in 2017 with mental health issues. So And it's good that she's getting back into the industry that she yeah. feels better you know mm-hmm. i think that hopefully she yeah I, go ahead i think that's a good ending you know it's like a happy ending it's kind of like she mm-hmm. left and she took time for herself which is a very i think healthy thing to do honestly because we don't often see idols take like a good amount of time for themselves it's usually just like either they're like staying afloat and they're trying to deal with it while promoting and she just like took a step back and she did what she had to do away from the public eye kind of and now she's getting back into it and that's really good and i think that's i'm really excited for her that she feels like she's ready to come back especially like after the whole Same. AOA drama it's yeah. like a very happy ending kind of and it's a very happy um, you know <laughs> i wish her good luck because i know she has a lot of fans and stuff like that so hopefully she'll have a really good successful debut yeah or re-debut mm-hmm. so we're back in it with a Ooh. new dynamic section. Yeah, boys. This time, yeah, this time with school coming back in, we decided to talk about the K-pop experience and the impact on education. Yes, ma'am. So, for context, you know, K-pop idol trainee life is very tough. Sometimes it's like 20 hours a day kind of training experience. And with all that much time being spent on training, it leaves a question for those younger trainees, what about school? And, not to mention, sorry, (laughs) not to mention how many younger idols we're seeing, like, come into the arena that are, like, 15, 16, even 14 sometimes, and they've trained since they were, like, 9 sometimes, so, Mm -hmm. just a thought. Yeah, and then some of the international idols coming in, they don't even go to high school in Korea sometimes. Mm -hmm. And they just take, like, the Korean version of the GED Mm -hmm. uh, to get the high school diploma. But it's interesting because it seems like all K-pop idols are, like, being, like, 
encouraged to complete at least their high school experience mm-hmm. uh, and high school diploma but it's also really really sad that sometimes the training life takes up so much time that if it doesn't work out they they yeah. can't go to college it takes up a yeah. lot of time like if you think about it a lot of k-pop idols even end up working like part-time jobs and multiple part-time jobs to support their um training and stuff like that and then on top of that they mm-hmm. go to school and stuff and if you're really successful then yes you could go to like the fame what's the famous like performing arts school that like jungkook and other art like idols went to sopa sopa yeah i think i think that's what it was mm-hmm. but like either they have like a really good school experience because like they're they they get into groups that are really famous you know or like with mm-hmm. the smaller groups oftentimes it ends up being like a lot harder and like even if they end up graduating yeah. like if you're in a small group that eventually fails like and you've sacrificed parts of your education for it it's hard to get back on track and m- money in the k-pop yeah. industry i feel like we don't talk about like enough how expensive training is and they're left with debt and other things that they need to resolve especially if they don't debut because a lot of idols train for like mm-hmm. a long time and then they never debut or then they leave the company afterwards yeah. and they still have that and also, debt sitting there mm-hmm. yeah it also sucks that like they can't even get themselves out of the debt without like a good education mm-hmm. but because of that sacrifice they couldn't be that top number one in the school or top 10 and so they sacrificed that potential really good college experience and actually like you know how a lot of these like k-pop idols like when you're a bit older some of them go to college some of them don't mm-hmm. and then those that do go to college they like take like 10 years to finish a degree in like music or something like that and it's interesting because like what if the idol life doesn't work out there's not that much you can do with a music degree mm-hmm. coming from like an asian perspective personally it's a lot more i guess financially stable to go into a stem degree but yes. coupling that with like a bubbling or blooming there you go <laughs> music and this music career it's kind of hard to balance the both right yes and not to mention how how unstable the industry is as like a k-pop idol like you don't know if your group's gonna do well or like poorly and if you're still putting yourself through school like a lot of idols are that are 16 15 14 a lot of times like if you're really sad on your dream or you put a lot of energy into that like you're training you're going to train a lot and not necessarily focus on school like you said and if that doesn't work out then like you said it could go really poorly and i feel like it goes all the way too like if they get into good groups there's also the aspect that k-pop idols do have sort of an expiration date and like that sounds really mm-hmm. mean but like once you hit a but, certain age but jyp jyp does he really have an expiration date we're not talking <laughs> yes he does <laughs> yes he do. we're not talking my opinions on yes he does that's all i'm gonna say but i just but feel... i'll but i'll say this boa boa does not oh have yeah we love boa date. boa's timeless girl yes mm-hmm also like i feel but yeah i feel like yeah it's unfortunate because if you think about it a lot of trainees are in like their high school like they're either high school or middle school when they start which in itself is amazing but you know how many trainees just don't get into groups there's a lot of trainees but not that many like over half yeah over half don't make it and it's a lot of sacrifice especially with the parents too the parents have to be like okay, I realize that I'm investing in my child's future in this one way, and there's a 
75 percent chance it's going to fail and it's just so much stress i can't i couldn't it is yeah yeah that that mental health strain too because like already of your life yeah already with south korean education we already know that education and mental health do not go well but then couple that with training experience dang that's that's a lot that's really tough yeah it just it definitely has this uh, bad impact i would say for the most part socially and just like mentally and also like they're in the prime of their lives usually like 20 i think is like the cap age like become a trainee i think in general and if you think about it what you're doing from like 18 to 20 you're usually starting college or starting a trade school or something that will set up the rest of your life for you honestly because at least in america i know that you need like at least a bachelor's degree to do a lot of higher paying jobs you know but i feel like mm-hmm. it holds true for maybe even south korea and i just feel like it's yeah. such a critical time yeah. at your life and it's just i can't you know like these small groups that are disbanding like no one really talks about what happens to them afterwards like what they go through afterwards because in reality a lot of these people are 20 21 22 and like they're left with debt from training because training expenses just don't go away you usually have yeah. to work it off to a point and then you start making money that's how the k-pop industry generally works honestly i'd say that yeah the contracts are restricted freedom but debt is also such constrictive of freedom and with that debt i mean they're in their primes yeah like you said and like they have their whole lives ahead of them and it's sad that's stuck with something that didn't even give them any reward but i guess you have to take a gamble i guess like anything else that you want in a way but i just feel that it's it's really hard i think yeah i think it's worse for the international trainees oh yeah like johnny oh my gosh Mm -hmm. she trained for like nine ten years jesus who from nct um he's american Girl, there are a lot of foreign members in nct and there's so many members in nct that i don't even keep track anymore <laughs> i only know johnny because he's one of my biases <laughs> i couldn't name all the nct members um yeah don't kill me i just i just know my biases mm. i went to see an nct concert it was good but i don't know all of them no one can there's gonna be a lot more coming dude that's another rant for another day why sm why <laughs> gosh yeah. i remember when um jungkook from bts was going to school and he graduated Jun somi graduated from school and it was like these are relatively successful people but i remember even jungkook like talking about like how his how schooling was like hard for him and like how growing up as an idol is hard because like you're somewhat you're relatively isolated you're relatively constricted and like even if you're yeah. famous that just makes it worse because like you're treated yeah, differently you have so many eyes on you yeah and you have so many eyes on you and like you know how there's so many scandals like where classmate brings up oh wait this yeah. person bullied me or like this person like smoked and stuff like that you're always worried about your potential image amongst people that sometimes it's hard to make friends because you don't know when they might stab you in the neck and not to, or you probably you get just treated like, differently too in general mm-hmm. and also this reminds me of how like sopa had an incident too mm-hmm. like a scandal where they use the uh idols mm-hmm. to like do like some performances or something i don't know the school could take advantage of them as well they definitely do probably um they're really notable sopa for anyone who doesn't know is a really notable performing arts school on um, people like i think bts's jungkook went to sopa just to give an idea yeah of- like a lot of idols went to sopa for high school 
School of Performing Arts. Yes. So clearly, it's a very notable school. And yeah, I don't. I definitely think they use idols. It's clear. Yeah, it's clear it's a notable school when they have their own Wikipedia page. Yeah, when Jungkook goes to your school, it's like, wow. I went. To, like I just, I just feel like that's such like an interesting thing that so many idols go there. But it's a performing arts school yeah. too, so you have to take into account that technically. They could be working on like other things too for a while, which is another consideration. Oh, wow, is like the distinct. I take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like Sopa has some international students mm-hmm. too. I'm looking at it. They had Mark Lee, uh, Chung Shao. Uh, she's from Cosmic yeah. WJSN. It's like yeah. where all the. I think it's where most of like if you're anyone who's like a really big idol trainee or an idol like group member, you'll go there. Mm-hmm. It's also like I think part of like a, the schools deal with the companies too in a way i'm sure there's something going on behind closed doors to which they can get so many idols but wow yeah i think it's because like the amount of work they give you most likely just like less work <laughs> so you can worry about your trainees and stuff oh gosh yeah but yeah we'll see i mean i know that bts like the bts members have like their own degrees um a lot of them go like to school online if that makes sense i think a lot of idols do online school mm. Which makes sense if you don't want to be. Yeah, swarmed. I feel like online school is a good. Yeah, online school is a good, good decision, good choice. I just hope it becomes more mainstream, to have like a backup choice. Not saying that like everyone will fail, but we all know that the K-pop industry has been getting more competitive, and that's left to a lot of groups mm-hmm. disbanding and a lot of, a lot more trainees being taken. Which of course is like, not necessarily the best because that means that yeah. there are definitely going to be more people that are left in a situation that they don't get into a group or they just their group disbands or something but yeah it's a very interesting this topic. also yeah this also kind of reminds me of how you know how like the sports people they do really really well for like a few years get so much money and then they retire oh, yeah and then they become like broke a few years later yeah um yeah because they don't have like any more jobs they just retire i don't know it's stuff like that like even if you're making so much money now doesn't mean gotta have you can't suddenly be broke a day later because not everyone is like an infamous idol plan. forever you know like he can like he chose a very um is an exception in a way because he's still like active very actively promoting but a lot of idols tend to mm-hmm. kind of just fade into like the background and then you see them in a drama it's like i remember you you know <laughs> I also think it's like how you invest in your future. And like education is one way to invest, and also using your current income to invest in your future. I don't know. That goes into more like investment and financial literacy, but like it's still applies. I think it's a very good conversation to have though, because I guess your educational peak in life, I would say, is definitely right when you either become an idol or a trainee. And it definitely can take a toll on your academics. So it's a very interconnected issue. Especially with, like, I can't believe there's 14-year-old trainees now, like... And yeah, people who are you debuting. talking about that's 14? No, there was a member I'm on, like, like, Island. I swear he was 14. Island? Or he was 15. Okay, that's or 16. Yeah, that's... Well, but then also think about the South Korean age. South Korean age means they're older by you. Trying to find the Wikipedia page. Oh, there's a there's a profile thing. So, if he's, like, 15, he's actually 14. Amer- internationally. He was young. He was, like, he was, like, um, I think he was either in, he was either a freshman in, like, American high school. That's, like, the equivalent, I think. Let's see. 
Okay, yeah, that's 14 years old, honey. Okay, so he was... That's insane. So it's wait, no, no, that's not true. Why does it say 2002? It, he's not the youngest member of Island. But anyways, I thought sense. I saw like 2004 or 2005, but I could be um, hallucinating. Well, that was definitely for Treasure Box. I'll say that. YG's Treasure Box had like 2006 people. <gasps> yeah, that's young. That's 14. It is. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine it. It's just developmentally too like i feel like 14 yeah it gets into the it's like you might you have to be more mature for your age cause, it also could cause like general anxiety and just isolation in a time where i feel like social skills are really developing you know that's just me though yeah like the one thing the pandemic's shown is like how like vital social interaction is with like normal social a- interaction is with middle schoolers and like even elementary schoolers but they're not that young yet when we get to that day, someone push me off a cliff, please. But, um, for now... That reminds me, wasn't there, like, an idol who debuted at nine years old? I think there's like, a group of them. Like, a four-member little boy group where it was, like... Oh, no, that's not a JYP. That's, like, a Chinese group. Okay, I... I'm talking about the little nine-year-old girl who debuted with, like, 20-year-old people. Oh, that's... That's why. Oh, no, are you thinking of the dance... The little... The girl who does cover dances. I can't remember her name. Hyun. No, 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 no. I, I know who you're talking about. I think it's, like, different. Let me check. Because I, I feel like I would remember that. <laughs> I feel like I would have something to say about that. I might be totally wrong, though. Real quick. There was a thing 22 hours ago just posted former president IY member Nyon graduates from college. That's good. I'm so, proud. That kind of pertains to our conversation. Yeah, I'm proud, too. Like, wow, congrats, girl. That's so good for... I I, yeah, I don't know why I'm so proud, good. but, like, I'm glad that ended well, if that makes sense. That's why, because, like, she... Because of the way Preston ended, you know? It ended on a really weird note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad. I don't know what her major was, Honestly, power to her. Any degrees. She, like, well, most degrees are good mm-hmm. degrees. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true. I feel like she can do something with that, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. Michael couldn't make it this week, but hopefully he'll be there next week. So make sure to review and follow the podcast and just share it with everyone else or anyone you know. We'd appreciate the support. And hopefully you'll catch us next week for our next Inside Scoop.